Podcast for August 12th, 2017. We finally did it, Andrew. We got together. Hello. It's here. It's not a matter of just sitting down and recording an hour. You don't, One does not simply record an hour of wrestling talk. Uh, of course, comes with that is the, uh, the the baggage of having to at least watch five hours of wrestling programming during the week. Uh, but, you know, I have, we, we've done it. I have painstakingly taken notes. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not going off of any web recap of uh, Raw and SmackDown. This is Lee's recaps of both of those shows from the previous week here in Toronto, Ontario. Uh, so we'll get to that first to kind of uh, kind of figure out where we are in the world of wrestling. The last time we recorded the Sultans of Slam, you think I could have had this ready to go, uh, but we're going to load it up right now and I'll, I'll tell you when it was. Uh, it was March 25th, uh, and that was us discussing a pre-mania WWE. Uh, so that WrestleMania happened... And we won't dwell on it for too long, Andrew. Uh, but I feel that that was a very lackluster show. Uh, the things I was even looking forward to were kind of marred with really weird finishes, or like there was a, a real sense of moving on, moving on uh, in, in that WrestleMania. And I, I disliked way more than I liked. That also had the uh, the Bray Wyatt uh, uh, worms in the ring thing yeah. with Randy Orton, and the uh, the distraction finish with Triple H and Seth. That has not been called back to yet, uh, or or might not be called back to at any point. Uh, Kevin Owens and and Chris Jericho had kind of like a lame match for the blow off of their their rivalry. Uh, AJ and Shane ended up being one of the better matches of the show, which if you probably listened to that podcast was the one we were most dreading. Like why why not put AJ in a match where he can like you know work? Uh, but that ended up being one of the better matches if memory serves, and actually led into. Uh, now a SummerSlam angle as well. It's the only one of the only Mania angles that that has. Uh, consider Austin Aries and Neville were were the cruiserweight show uh, uh, during the pre-show. Austin Aries is now gone uh, from one, the company. One, one can argue yeah. Neville is too. <laughs> I don't know what's yeah. going on. Yeah. Cruiserweights, uh, who knows? Um, cruiserweights on Raw. And the, he doesn't even wrestle the on Hardys Raw. Hardy's returned. Woo! Yeah. All right. <laughs> Hardy boys, <laughs> need, they, they need to get that broken angle, and but unfortunately, I don't, I don't think they really. Yeah, will. but while they're while they're spinning their tires, waiting to see if they can legally how, how close to a broken angle they can get, like it's just lame. Like instead of uh, obviously you, the guy, the, the one of the main reasons Matt and Jeff are back in the WWE is the su- the su- success they had at TNA with that angle, and hey, let's just copy it wholesale for uh, you know for WWE. But there's there's some legal reasons why you can't do that, and now all you have is these halfway characters that, you know, Jeff can still work, Matt is still fine, they're they're fine in the ring, but the the timing was appropriate though. I mean, TNA was going was was sold mm-hmm. to be to be uh, Global Force. I mean, like there was no better time for him to leave. Not to mention the contract structures at that point. Yeah, their freedom was being taken away that they were guaranteed, so they had nowhere really else to go. Is Alberto Del Rio still the champion? No. Okay. No, he lost. They, he they, lost they stripped it, I think. it of him. I just every other day there's something with that guy punching someone in a bar, or he's he's a real uh, he's a real garbage they're, man. They're they're saying there are more unreported inc- uh, incidents with Alberto <laughs> right now. Like legitimately came out yesterday. Yeah, that there's more uh, untold stuff going on behind the scenes that nobody knows about. Well, there you well, go. We don't. We know now. Uh, so they did do a superstar shakeup after Mania, of course, which sent uh, you know. Certain superstars to to the opposite roster. Um, w- w- have they since Mania done any angles where it's SmackDown versus Raw? No, that's usually that's usually saved for Survivor Series. Yeah, though the rumor of a post SummerSlam shakeup is interesting in its timing because it's considering it's we're we're barely one major pay per view away from WrestleMania or SummerSlam itself yeah. is <laughs> yeah. and we're already talking about another shakeup. which if, if, if it's a couple of superstars it depends on who it is yeah. well that's just it if they call it a couple of superstars and they call it a trade yeah, I'm totally cool with that if they go like we're gonna we're, we're gonna mix up like 10 more superstars on each row I'm like why yeah it'll get what, to what, uh, what, 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 are you, what are you gonna change WWE main event like it... <laughs> main event is changing uh, I don't know maybe they, they they've reassessed like the tag division or you know it's just like, oh, we have a we have an idea for this guy with this guy over here, and we're just gonna 
just pull them, like they did with Jason Jordan with the the, the Kurt Angle angle. Uh, simply just, hey, we have an angle with this guy and Kurt Angle, and we're just gonna pull. Damn it, uh, we're just gonna pull. <laughs> we're just gonna pluck him from the roster straight, like wholesale, and he's just he's on Raw now, which is interesting. Because and he's a singles wrestler. The tag team division was pretty much down to two uh, teams on SmackDown. Yeah, and they're like, hey, we're gonna split up American Alpha, the, the team that everybody wants to yeah. see, and we're just gonna split them up. Another on another singles on. Well, it's shows. good that they didn't. Uh, they didn't like waste a title run for the, those guys, like really saving their first title win uh, to when they know they can carry it. Or that, that's kind of been like the story of the past year of WWE is that uh, I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know what, what what even expression to use here, but but the idea that when you're when you're not pot committed, when you're not uh, you know you're not necessarily ready to go with someone, or maybe you don't have the plans in the in the future. To facilitate that person holding the championship for a long time, and you you kind of you know give it away. You give away those those big moments until they they mean nothing. Uh, to where Charlotte is like what a five time women's champion or something at this point. Yeah, like something it's, like that. It's completely meaningless. Bailey's injured. Well, Bailey's had the championship before. Like they already gave that that away. Like well, they, they've given everybody but Charlotte. They've given the title away. Yeah, honestly, I mean Charlotte and, was and the only and person to ever hold it. The, the only like, person that that, that d- didn't, in my opinion, did get didn't get a proper run, was Becky Lynch, and they just kind of tossed the title on her to get all four women the title eventually. Yep. I mean, they, <laughs> like they had a quota. It's like we're gonna call these people up, and they all have held the title by this by this Al- day. Alexa Bliss yeah. has had two titles on two different shows, Al- but Alexa Bliss has held that title for so long that it it's. In ter- it like she is becoming better. That championship is it's a symbiotic relationship. You have someone that's forced, like thrust into the spotlight, is getting better and better. Like Alexa Bliss is, is you know, she is, up she there is getting now. Better. I, remember, I remember her on NXT. You wouldn't actually see her fight. This, she wouldn't wrestle this time last year. If I would have told you Alexa Bliss was like had held the title for that long, uh, you, you wouldn't you wouldn't believe it. So uh, Naomi's the same deal. Regardless of how you feel about Naomi, the fact that she's held that title long enough has given her the chance to. You know, have the glow entrance, have the glow belt. Uh, I, you know, I, I just, I just think, I, I think they, they rolled the dice yep. on that, and at, at first it was getting popped, and now it's just like, I, I don't, I don't know what's happening. I don't know, like, I understand that first, and and now I don't like it, mm. and I get that I'm, you know, on 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 the, on the lesser side of uh, opinion on this, yep. but. It, it just doesn't make any sense. I don't, I don't understand her gimmick is 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 is, is like you know a, she's a cheerleader, a glow, yeah, and a cheerleader. And you know what? <laughs> I I don't understand how this is appealing in any in any in any way, shape, and form. I feel I feel it makes me feel stupid for if, if I was believing in this because it, it, well, it, I mean, it we it can't go down that sense. road when you're dealing with with wrestling programming. Uh, speaking of wrestling programming, before we get into Raw SmackDown and get this thing back on course, uh, <laughs> the G1 Climax Block B. Uh, Resolved, and I actually didn't look up. Uh, I didn't either the resolution of that card at all. So uh, we'll probably be uh, so. So we're not leaving it out intentionally. No, uh, we, we, we just haven't seen it yet, so we're not going to. I, uh, comment well, I remembered it this morning when I, yeah. when I when I when I got up, and then I'm like, you know what? No, I'm I'm yeah. I'm, I'm going to wait because I don't want it playing halfway in the background while we record. This. I'm going to fall asleep tonight to uh to some some New Japan wrestling to I a think. G1 climax. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have a G1 climax and fall asleep. Uh, so yeah, what we're basically saying is. Uh, when you look at the state of the WWE, you look at who's holding the championships uh, since WrestleMania. You have Brock Lesnar, who's barely around, which Andrew has a problem with. I I really don't. You know what? When he does show I, what up, what I'm more impressed with. Yeah, he's actually done more live shows. He, he did a live show last night in Tampa. Yeah, that's that's very unbecoming. He's of, supposedly like, he doing do a live show in Winnipeg. Yeah, up, yeah so. but he also lives yeah. three hours away. Yeah, but like, let's you know. Brock Lesnar doesn't do that's something because of how close it is to him. You're right. He does it because of his kids. That's why <laughs> that's he moved. Right. That's why he moved to Saskatchewan for so, hockey. Uh, other than that, you have uh, AJ Styles and Kevin Owens kind of playing hot potato with the U.S. Championship since Mania. I like it. Uh, you have Miz, who's just held the Intercontinental Championship, and by the time someone t- peels it off of him, you have a great, you have a great face moment. And who's he feuding with right now? No one. That's why I was, I was kind of thinking about it. I'm like, is he even on the SummerSlam card? Uh, I like. Does he fight Jason Jordan? Does he? That... Well, I guess we'll find out uh, tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, or in this case, yeah, Miz is on on Raw, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you just watched him get I destroyed. Uh, and then, of course, because they want to, uh, you know, get get 
what is the what is the thought process here? They want to catch on in other countries. They give the championship to someone who is who looks ethnically from there, or is born is Jinder Mahal actually was actually born in India and then fights out of Calgary, That's, or how does that work? Is it Calgary? I thought he's from Calgary. That's a really good question. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm going to look that up right now. As he comes to the ring, it, it, it says he's from he's from Punjab, India. But I thought I thought he was for sure from Western Canada. I've never I've, yeah. I've never even looked. Yes, he is Canadian. Yeah, absolutely. University of Calgary. That's, Holy yeah, yeah, yeah. Crap. That's why he was like super over in in Toronto. Uh, that wow, that explains so much because yeah. I was like, you know, I, I thought they I were, thought you I thought you knew that. You I, th- usually, I, I thought yeah. they were just trying to be a pain in the ass. Now I actually want to get behind Jinder Mahal, <laughs> <laughs> our body Mahal. All right. Uh, without further ado. Let's run down what happened in Raw and SmackDown to give us a better idea of, of where wrestling's at. We'll run down the uh, SummerSlam card. I want to talk briefly about the uh, new video game that's coming out for WWE, and then we will call it a day. Okay, Andrew informs me real quick in our break there that Jinder Mahal was born and raised in Canada, in Calgary. And his, uh, he's, what, his, uh, which nephew, is what I thought nephew, I knew to be the truth. He's but. nephew of stamp, Stampede Wrestling legend Gamma Singh. There you go. Gamma Singh. Huh. That kind of blows me. I never knew that. That kind of blows me. I never knew that. It blows me away. Uh, so let's uh, let's <laughs> let's run it down. So it is two weeks until SummerSlam as of this Raw kicking off live from Toronto, Ontario, of course, uh, which is a great house to do wrestling in. Of course, they're a little smarky, uh, but they at least are tuned in. Like they are, they're a little more involved with the show, boring or not, than uh, than a lot of other uh, arenas they run. Um, and I, I guess they're probably not going back to Virginia anytime soon. Uh, so anyway, to make it a little topical here. Uh, so uh, the main event will be Roman Reigns versus Braun Strowman in a last man standing match. But look forward to that three hours from now. Uh, as Miz is in the ring with his wife in the Miz Taraj. Uh, he cuts a promo and invites Jason Jordan to the ring. Uh, Kurt Angle appears, mentions Jordan is preparing for his match with Curtis Axel later that evening, who was currently in the ring as, Curtis, uh, as Kurt Angle said this. Uh... Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman appear, sure, and enter the ring. When I use the word appear, I mean, in they they appear. When it comes to wrestling, they're not announced, usually. It's just like someone appears well, at the top of the... Of yeah, the well, yeah. If, if they show up on their own, if they're if they're announced, yes. then it's usually... Kurt Angle kind of led them in. Yeah. Uh, so Miz smack talks Brock and Paul, saying there's no chance he can beat three competitors he'll face at SummerSlam, resulting in Brock and Paul leaving the WWE, if their word is to believed. Uh, of course, at the end of the day, they could just be like, we're not leaving. <laughs> and then the it's a uh, we've, we've changed our mind yeah changed our mind uh, Paul picks up a microphone to speak there's ECW chance uh, Paul invites Miz and friends to role play with him Miz will be Roman Bo will be Samoa Joe and Axel is Strowman Brock proceeds to destroy all three men uh, with suplexes and F5s uh, I put it was a pretty great segment that's a you want to see Brock just beat the crap out of people? Well, that was that was get that, you hyped. That, that was the perfect part. And Miz actually <laughs> cut a, a, a good promo beforehand, cutting off Paulie. Andrew and... Miz always cuts good promos. Nah. <laughs> He's he, he he can be really really good, or he can just be trying too hard. I from my point of view, but his trying too hard is still better than someone's. I'm regurgitating lines. I yeah, always feel Miz. That is, is true. That is true. Because Miz, the same as anyone, is is not off the cuff. He is. Doing what he has been told. And, uh, you know, other than when it's talking smack and someone triggers him. Uh, so next up, <laughs> we have a Seth and Ambrose recap. Uh, they cannot make amends. They cannot get along. The Shield will not reunite. But now Seth has to fight Sheamus. Uh, so, <laughs> Seth and Sheamus are fighting. Uh, Seth's, Seth's looking a little worse for wear. Uh, we got some We Want Ambrose chance as Seth loses the match. Uh, Seth runs into Ambrose backstage after the match. Asks him what he has to do for him to trust him again. Uh, Dean's like, I ain't got time for this. I gotta fight Cesaro later. Leave me alone. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, Seth Rollins was uh, was pretty good here. He was he was shouting shouting at Dean. He's he's clearly frustrated, upset. He's like, come on, man. Like I'm, you know, the, the trust just isn't there. So I came into wrestling right after the Shield breakup. Uh, so I came into wrestling when Dean was like popping out of birthday presents and like cakes and like oh, just yeah, the messing, hot dog yeah, cart yeah, yeah the hot dog cart uh, and just messing with, with Seth every every time he could uh, as Roman Reigns got the rocket uh, attached to him and, and shot for the moon uh, I, I like this angle I think it's cool I think like the the two of them together have good chemistry and I think it's something that both guys definitely need is is a, a storyline that's what if interesting this... <laughs> there's, there's two ways it could go with this 
when it's going to be the, the continual tease until they end up fighting uh, Sheamus and Cesaro for the tag titles, and then yeah. mysteriously Ambrose and, and, and Rollins are a tag team again. Yeah. Which is a really weird direction, in my opinion, especially for Rollins. Or uh, it goes back and forth, the tease for the Shield, and eventually, like, Rollins is like, fool you! And then that, and then they go into a program together. Eh. I mean, they, they, it's, 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 it's been done. It's been done, but I don't. I, I really don't understand the point of making them a tag team when you have already a bunch of tag teams on the show. I think it's a means to an end. I think it's a. Uh, I think it'll end up being. I think ultimately it'll end up being a singles program, for for one or the two or the two of them, and they just become like buddies. Like the way Roman Reigns and, and Dean were, uh, late last year. Remember, they were like buds and like talking about getting brewskis and like fist bumping all the time. Yeah. Except people just didn't give a shit. Uh, so, <laughs> Jason Jordan will now fight a jobber as Curtis Axel is recovering from uh, the, the Brock Lesnar attack. Uh, so, Jean-Pierre Goulet uh, comes out, a local wrestler. Uh, let's go jobber chance, obviously, because the world is trolls. Well, they, uh, they, were, boo- they were booing Jason Jordan. Uh, yeah. Jason Jordan is a heel now? <laughs> he's got a shit-eating grin. It was kind of like just kind of not... toying with this guy. Like the crowd is. To, to be honest, that's that, and that's what that's what Kurt Angle did at first. Everyone was behind him because he was the Olympic gold medalist, yeah. and and eventually it kind of fed into the heel baby, you know, the, the heel baby kind of thing, where it's like I'm playing the the, the baby face, but I'm the over eager annoying face, thus making me a heel. And it kind of went like Kurt Angle, where it started the whole "you suck" chant and all that kind of stuff. The, the the uphill battle that Jordan has is that he wasn't necessarily booed as much as there was no reaction to him. And uh, as far as a wrestler goes, like both both guys in American Alpha are perfectly fine uh, wrestlers. So, you know, somewhere in the middle of the pack as far as uh, as as work goes. I would even put maybe Gable uh, as as a more interesting guy. He's littler, has a lot more technical prowess. He also has the charisma though. He's the one that usually went on the mic, and then Jason Jordan just kind of piggybacked off of it. That was that's why they made the tag team in the first place in NXT. Kind of like Enzo and Cass. Uh, all right, that now. <laughs> yeah. uh, Bailey injury recap. Uh, she's interviewed in ring to booze and or silence. Uh, again, silence is worse than booze. <laughs> when, when someone can't even muster the uh, the energy to boo. Uh, so there's some uh, controversy with this because she posted that that that. Yeah. Uh, the DX picture, the DS pi- DX picture, yes, uh, where she's throwing throwing the X up, and uh, that she could claimed, be, that picture could have been taken at any time. She, well, and she this apparently had been done afterwards, but she said I was in immense pain for it, and I could I could deal with some pain for a short period of time to do the photo, but then she went on Twitter, and uh, she started. Uh, I, I don't know if it was like teasing fans or stuff like that, but like. Wait, I thought she was injured, and then she would tweet back, or quote that and tweet back, um, something to the effects of, uh, it's it's magic, or it's wrestling magic, or it's something really, like, really <laughs> weird. I'm like, what? what we what know what wrestling magic is, key, should, is code you, for. Well, you should, you, should, you should probably just not not do this. Now, well, as far as not, anyone knows, not, that's a shoot injury, Well, right? yeah. Like well, she not, she not, separated every, her shoulder. Yeah, really. but now everyone's like, oh, is this a work? So now you're like what's really going on here? Are we being fed the Sasha Banks thing because that's what it is? Or is this actually... Speaking of Sasha Banks, uh, there will be two sets of triple threat women's matches on this Raw, uh, which the winners of will then fight each other for number one contendership against Alexa Bliss at SummerSlam. So first up, we have Sasha Banks, Alicia Fox, and Emma with Bliss on commentary. Uh, Emma, the most over-wrestler in this match. Uh, We don't get to see a lot of Emma. And she's from Australia. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, as I mentioned, uh, so Sa- Sasha ends up winning this. There are some close calls. Emma almost gets the pin in on uh, on Alicia at one point after throwing Sasha from the ring. The crowd really wanted Emma, but they get Sasha. Did you did you see the uh, Emma suplexing uh, Sasha onto the ring apron? No. There was that, and then Banks hits Emma with a gnarly shining wizard. You'll, you'll know in my notes here which matches I watched all the way through because I'll have multiple points, and this one I'm like, ah, I got the gist of it. There it was, it, it was, it was okay. Like, like you said, it was, it was kind of passing for yeah. what it was because you knew it was going to happen. But those two events in the match were were, were just gnarly because I I didn't see that coming. Uh, speaking of gnarly, 
Renee interviews Strowman backstage. He stares into weird negative space and cuts a promo. I don't know if you... Uh, did you watch this? Yeah. What was that about? I don't know. It's creeping me out. I liked it. it <laughs> he's, 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 he's an enigma, man. Like, nobody knows what like he is. like hurting Roman Reigns. He's just kind of, like, staring at nowhere in particular. Like, is he reading off the wall? What the... Anyway. Learned it, learned it from Bray Wyatt. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, so that was Strowman. Just a big, lovable wrecking machine. It's a giant teddy bear. Uh, Enzo comes out, says his usual catchphrases, and then introduces the Big Show, uh, who is cheered as he comes to the ring. I always like when Big Show gets a good reception. Uh, uh, Anderson and Gallows interrupt Show's promo about Cass. Gallows calls them nerds. Enzo fires back with a reference to Austin Powers, the spy who shagged me. That was bad. Uh, This is probably the worst promo I've ever heard from Enzo. Which we have to say, anyone under the age of 16 may not have watched at this point. When you consider when that movie came out. Yeah, that's true. Uh, like, to us, it's in the vernacular. Like, a mini-me joke. Yeah. It, it, like, that's... We go right to it. Like, people don't know who Mike Myers is. Uh, anyway, so... <laughs> the match in, a match ensues between these uh, these tag teams, as it were. Cass appears to distract uh, Show. Gallows kicks him. Uh, Enzo is pinned by Anderson. Cass boots Show in the face, beats him up. Enzo jumps out of the ring and brawls with Cass. Big Show KOs... Uh, Cass with a single sneak attack KO punch, which actually looked kind of cool. Uh, Cass was coming around the ring. I don't know how Big Show hides himself, but... Uh, or, he, or he hides a yeah. slow slow fist going, going yeah. across the body. Big Show kind of popped up in the right-hand side of the frame and just kind of put his fist into Cass's mouth. Uh, Cass sells the punch. He sells the punch. Uh, more like the Kool-Aid man. He, uh, he, he took the punch, and the way he like crumbled looked really good. Yeah. But then he sells the punch all the way up the ramp where he's like dizzy and continuing to fall down. And that looked a little goofy. But the initial sell of the punch I thought looked really, really cool. Uh, and of course, I guess the joke here, the joke, the joke is that he, he you know, he hit him right on the button and he's, he's out. Have you, uh, have you heard any of the uh, news on the backstage heat with Enzo? Okay, so I like I didn't include that any of that here. I just hear he keeps digging himself a, a deeper and deeper uh, hole. He's and invited Simon stri- Gotch weighed in. He's invited strippers <laughs> into the back. Yeah. Uh, then Ooh. apparently, so he's Rick Flair. Uh, he owed her money, didn't pay her really, didn't give her much. Yeah. And she laughed and said he he's a giant like douchebag. Uh, apparently, there are some tweets. Was it tweets or something? That, <laughs> there are tweets. <laughs> uh, he's uh, he's deleted. Okay. Uh, I'm I'm assuming like like this just got posted and there's tweets. There's some weird Snapchats that he's sending out. Like it's 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 messed up. Uh, they've been talking about moving him. Apparently, there's a there's, there's a two hundred five live suggestion that Corey Graves gives. Huh. They I don't I don't know what's going on with them, but are the two hundred five live guys tortured enough, Andrew? <laughs> they put that guy on the bus. <laughs> on the bus, I don't need to get a bus. <laughs> <laughs> They're riding underneath the luggage. So they're, they're so compact. We'll just put them with the locker. <laughs> so he's got a lot of heat backstage right now. Oh well. Nobody, nobody. Yeah. This guy's a, this guy is legitimately a one man band. <laughs> <laughs> one man band. Uh, recap of Bray and Finn. Uh, Balor appears and cuts a promo. Promises to kick fear in the face. Bray appears, and I'm using quotations here because Bray doesn't appear like anyone else appears. Uh, they brawl. Bray's losing and teleports to the jumbotron. I'll, I'll, I'll repeat that. Bray is losing the brawl, and the lights go out, and suddenly he's on the Jumbotron. Bray talks. Next up, we have Ambrose versus Cesaro, the Swiss cyborg, uh, as he was referred to by Corey Graves. Uh, we get a quick Total Bells advertisement coming September 6th. Of course, this will cover Bree's pregnancy, uh, as well as Nikki's return to the ring, and the Mania uh, match with Miz and Maurice and all that. And this, so... sh- this should cover Daniel's return, shouldn't it? Uh, it, this will cover his return yeah. as as uh, general manager. Because I know, because I know, in the end of yeah. uh, I didn't get to watch all of it. I'll yeah. fully admit, I, I've kind of been you know. Well, because it went Total Bellas, and then that story continued in Total Divas. Oh, did it? Yes, yeah. So the Bellas are still in Total Divas, well, but yeah. Bellas leads into it. So you have like a few episodes of Bellas, and then with a bunch of a- assholes. Because it was the weird because they, like, <laughs> they, they they won't show the new. Oh man, they won't show the new. Uh, Diva series yet on the network, and I missed the other one, so I haven't gone back and watched it. So I've been a little uh, laid back when it comes to it. Like everyone talks about, like Lana being on Divas, and like right over my head. Yeah, there's some there's some good stuff. Uh, she goes. They have two. Her and Rusev have two weddings. They have one in Bulgaria and yeah. one in uh, in in no, like on the beach. 
And then uh, when they're in Bulgaria, he he wants to do like a traditional wedding, so they're like blessing her in the church, and like the the priest is just like dousing her with water and like all this, and she is livid pissed. It's a good episode you should watch. Uh, anyway, so I'm a big Cesaro Mark. There's no uh, that's not that's no secret. So uh, I have a pretty more substantial breakdown of what happened in this match. Uh, Cesaro forgets his belt uh, coming out. To his entrance. Even, I didn't even notice that. Uh, announcers hang him out to dry, saying he tripped. There's like a long period of, of nothing. I was like, did Cesaro trip? Ha ha, man. I guess, you know, sometimes. Ha ha ha. It was super lame. All that happened was Cesaro forgot his damn championship belt. Uh, this is the best iteration of Sheamus and Cesaro that I've seen. Like, yeah. this is the most synergy between these two guys that there's been. Uh, Cesaro sets up a superplex that is countered by Dean. Cesaro with a varied offense, uppercuts, gut wrenches. Gut wrenches always just look like I would want to lay down if I ever delivered one of those. Uh, and Cesaro <laughs> does, like, multiple at a time. Uh, Cesaro attempts a sharpshooter, then delivers an amazing shoulder to Ambrose on the ropes. Great match, I wrote. Uh, Cesaro locks the sharpshooter on Dean after he is distracted by Sheamus. Dean breaks the hold and ends up winning. Sheamus immediately attacks him. Rollins appears and clears the ring. Seth saves Dean, who didn't save him earlier. Dean goes for a fist bump. Seth leaves. So, I like, this was really cool. I, yeah. like, I like what Corey Graves said uh, during the match. If you dream it up, Cesaro can pull it off. Yeah, he'll make it happen. It, it's, <laughs> it's true. The guy doesn't get enough uh, appreciation for what he does. What are we watching here? Uh, it's a it's a, a post raw. It's a raw from uh, August seventeenth, twenty fifteen, from Minneapolis. Uh, it was like Triple H and Stephanie came to the ring and they just started making out, like for the first forty five seconds of them being in the ring. Oh yeah, it pisses everybody uh, off, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fucking heels. All right. Uh, so yeah, that no, this is this this whole will they won't they relationship between Seth and, uh, and Dean is uh, is all right. So next up at the Cruiserweights, Tozawa wins. Crowd is dead. Titus is there. Uh, Renee interviews Roman Reigns briefly. Uh, <laughs> Renee interviews Roman Reigns briefly. Uh, Roman Reigns d- doesn't really have anything to say. Uh, he talks about his yard, yeah. guaranteed. Yeah, probably something about his yard, about him being the big dog. Next up, we have Mickey James, Dana Brooke, and Nia. Bliss is back on commentary. I wrote, Dana is bad, Nia Jax wins. <laughs> Dana, especially since the screenshot I'm looking at, has... <laughs> You know what, I was going to talk, uh, coming up on SmackDown, about the uh, the Charlotte wardrobe mishap. Yeah, uh, I talk about that. Never noticed this screenshot. I guess I wasn't looking, like, watching Raw, like, intently during this match. Uh, Dana also has one pretty good wardrobe <laughs> malfunction. Oh, yeah. Though, I guess people are more more so looking forward to the uh, the Charlotte one. <laughs> That's how much one. people weren't paying attention. <laughs> Dana literally popped, like, popped a titty out during the match. <laughs> no one actually noticed it happened. Um... Charlotte stole Dana's Dana's spot from the night before. I'll show you how it's done. Um, <laughs> anyways, there's a WWE Network plug. Of course there is. <laughs> uh, and then we are told that the Roman Reigns vs. Braun Strowman Last Man Standing match is coming up. Goldust quotes some movies, is generally sexy. Uh, Cass and Kurt Angle wait, backstage. Wait, 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 wait. Did you just call Goldust generally sexy? He's, well, I mean, that's like, he's just sitting there talking and like just generally you know, being sexy I've, I've watched a lot of wrestling yeah. for a number of years and going back to Goldust in like the 90s and I've never heard anyone call him generally Goldust's sexy. gimmick is that he's like sexy <laughs> that's that's his entire gimmick that's sexy. why it's a joke right like he's kind of like a schlubby guy with a long guess, blonde wig he's, he's, I, guess, he's... I, I guess for me it, it, it was because before he was like a, a porn star in the sure. 90s he was billed as a porn star and then he was an actor and then he yeah. just vanished. He's a sexy and then he guy. He came back and he's like, "I'm gold dust." <laughs> he's like, "I'm gold dust now." Oh, okay. He became the personification of sexiness. The real, the real uh, Dustin Rhodes is still out there somewhere, being a porn star <laughs> and actor. Uh, Cass and Kurt Angle backstage asking for a match with Big Show. Uh, no Enzo. Uh, Kurt suggests the Shark Cage. They're really pushing that Shark Cage this year. I mean, they got it, so they got to misuse it. I guess. Strowman enters the ring. Plug for Raw in Boston next week, the go-home show. Reigns come out, booed like he's the Antichrist. Heavy-hitting match. Reigns grabs a table. Simone drops Braun through it. Reigns teases the spear. Strowman blindsides him with a thrown office chair outside of the ring. That was great. uh, Which looked pretty great. They fight outside the ring at the top of the ramp. Uh, Screen flashes as it takes damage, which I noted was a neat visual. Uh, Strowman throws Roman Reigns into it, and then it kind of has like a weird... Like, just random... Like, the whole screen is, like, glitching out. Yeah. I'm like, that looks really cool. Uh... Whether intentional or not. Probably cost a lot of money to fix that thing. Uh, Strowman clears the announcer table. Roman Reigns pops up and he's suddenly fine. 
the time for selling was over, I guess. Uh, fight continues on the ramp. Uh, Roman Reigns delivers a spear to Strowman, running the entire length of the ramp. Uh, Reigns tries to get himself back up using the barricade. Is attacked from the crowd by Samoa Joe, who chokes him out. Thank you, Joe Chance. Strowman stands up at the very last second and wins thanks to Samoa Joe because uh, it was the last man standing match. So he stood up on like nine and was announced the winner. Well, it was funny too because I, you know, watching the, watching the recap of it, he he waits till eight and it's like he's watching the referee and then yeah. he's like. He's, he's trying to like troll everybody and get something like that guy needs like a second. Like you see the size of that guy, he needs like a second head start to to be able to pop up like that. Yeah, he, he, yeah. even what he, what he did, he just jumped. Like it was it was like two milliseconds. He's just there. You off. go. Just what I was talking about. Reigns and uh, and Ambrose versus uh, Bray Wyatt and Luke Harper. Remember Luke Harper? Remember R. him? R.I.P. Luke. Yeah. Uh, and then right at the last second, Rusev's there and kicks him in the face. No, I'm joking. Uh, that's for the next show, SmackDown Live, which we will move to immediately. Uh, the show opens with a recap of Cena versus Nakamura from the previous week, complete with the exploder to Cena's neck. Uh, Nakamura wins clean. Both men are attacked by Baron Corbin after the match. Cena manages to AA Corbin through the announce table. And now the show starts. Uh, live from Toronto, Ontario. Uh, so, of course, you were saying that Nakamura was receiving some heat for he that, got, that spot as yeah, well. Yeah, the, the word is that Vince was not happy with it, but it was more in defense of John Cena, like, for his health. Uh, obviously, he's, I, he's, he's, doing a, he's doing a movie, I get it, but it's a fact of, it shouldn't just be about John Cena's health, you should be defending anybody's health, and with the number of miscues that we've seen, not only in the yeah. past number of weeks, but in the past number of months, hey, look, Paige. for him to for him, for him to flip out <laughs> yeah. about someone, yes, the caliber of John Cena is very high, but someone that's a part-timer, come on now. And, yeah. and, and, and if he's worried about the fact that John Cena has to film... Then John Cena shouldn't be there. Yeah, yeah, he shouldn't be there. That, that's not, that yeah. shouldn't even be his concern. That yeah. should be the that should be the uh, the the, uh, the production company. Like the concern. exploder is a would be a very dramatic way to get injured, but ultimately, like Seth threw a flying knee that broke Cena's nose and took him out. Like yeah. for for how long? Like if you are actually really concerned about this specific superstar getting injured in any way, he should not be fighting the King of Strong it's... style or competing at a pay per view. Yeah. Just take him out of it. We don't need to see Cena versus Baron Corbin. We don't need to see that. No one needs to see that. You can wait until this Bumbling movie is done filming. Uh, <laughs> bumbling movie. And, and Bumbling movie. Uh, but ultimately, Cena's okay. Like, he took a bad bump, but presumably Cena is not injured. Well, he was he was fine, and he said after the match, like, after Nakamura celebrated for, like, two seconds, he turns around and goes, I'm sorry. Cena goes, it's okay, don't worry about it. Yeah. And he th- throws Nakamura's arm up and celebrates. Yeah. That's... As, as Cena does. Well, uh, yeah, no, you, you, no, no, no simple man... Is allowed to pin Cena clean. That's right. Except Dean Ambrose, AJ Styles, and most of the people he has fought on SmackDown in the previous year. Uh, yeah, I like John Cena, perfectly competent wrestler, a guy that can definitely put people over. But you are squandering him. Uh, well, you're trying to put Baron Corbin over. So put Baron Corbin over. Don't put three guys and Baron Corbin over. Put one guy over. Well, in. Uh... Unfortunately, I can't remember his name. Uh, from the from the uh, Wrestling Observer newsletter, um, Dave Meltzer. Meltzer was yeah. mentioning that uh, Vince has this crazy fetish with with tall guys and Baron Corbin. It's evidence <laughs> of that. Fucking look at the main event of SummerSlam. Like Vince is, he's going to need a cigarette. Jesus Christ. Uh, anyway, <laughs> Dude, like, that, that that gif with Vince and Roman Reigns yeah, when he's pumping his fist. <laughs> Cena appears and praises Nakamura. Nakamura chants as Cena puts him over on the mic. Corbin appears with new music. It's uh, it's kind of a horizontal move. It didn't really sound that, better than his first music. But the, the, the thing that apparently people who were like, yeah, Baron Corbin, they were fine with him. Uh, they don't like it for the sheer fact of the cool like stage that they had set up where there was a town. And then when, when when the music really starts to uh, um, become a little like lower, the town like tone, gets blown up. Yeah, the, the tone just by uh, the tone to the town just burns. And they're like, "That's cool. He's gonna bring like the, he's gonna bring the, the the house down, the city down. He's gonna burn it all to the ground." Sure. And now it's it's kind of gone. Yeah. Jinder Mahal also got a new entrance at the end of the show. Uh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, looked kind of cool. I assume that's a new entrance. It didn't look like the last time I'd seen him, so maybe they swapped it out at some point. Uh, so he appears, uh, insults Cena on the mic. Also, Corbin sounded, again, I haven't been watching a lot of wrestling myself recently, but Corbin sounded very different in his delivery. I don't know, for better or worse. But it, it was it was a very bland promo, and then Cena's response was so one-dimensional. Uh, Cena references a fan sign calling Corbin, calling Corbin a skinny, fat dumpster fire. Really? Yeah. 
That's what happened. Corbin tells Cena to shove his respect. She says, shove it. Uh, it's not worth his time. Corbin turns to leave. Daniel Bryan appears. Big pop. Makes a SummerSlam match for Cena and Corbin. Of course, Corbin is also Mr. Money in the Bank. It's, it's, it's worth noting. Well, and the theory is right now that he's going to cash in on Nakamura if Nakamura wins. But wouldn't cash in on Jin, Jinder Mahal? Yeah. At an even time. Later tonight, Orton and Jinder will have a grudge match. Presumably so we don't have to see them fight ever again. KO and AJ will also fight. Or meet in the ring. <laughs> Rather. Uh, Usos versus Ty Dillinger and Sami Zayn is up next. Usos kick everyone in the face. Tequila Sunrise to Ty Dillinger. He taps. Usos win. New Day appears. Big E is at the top of the ramp as a distraction as Kofi and Xavier blindside the Usos. You know, like any good face. Uh, Renee, <laughs> let's talk about that. Let's talk, let's talk about the New Day. Let's talk about the Usos. So the Usos, in their current incarna- incarnation, are very violent. They're, they're good. Anytime they're on the mic, they're just, like, straight thugs. And it's really working for the Usos. Yep. Um, so Usos and American Alpha were, were natural at odds. Like, th- those were matches I wanted to see, actually. Uh, but now New Day's on SmackDown. And, and by, by no means does the New Day need the tag championship belts. They, they, they do not need them. Uh, it does nothing for them. They're established. They have the current record. The WWE saw that they made sure that they held those titles long enough uh, that, that they broke the record. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you right now. Who has the tag belts in SmackDown? Is it the Usos? New Day. Is it actually the New Day? Because yeah. they didn't show up with the tag belts. So I was like, wait a second. Who the hell is the uh, champion? New, 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 Day is, uh, new Day is the tag champs. Yeah. They need to drop those. I like... It's, 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 it's Honestly, this is completely bizarre for me because I you know if you think back maybe like a year and a half ago yeah I was like you know New Day is pretty cool uh Usos are annoying and bland now Usos are interesting yeah Yeah, Usos are very interesting New Day is by no means like they're not bland no they're they're entertaining but they they need to be a support product you need to you need to continuously evolve to be relevant right now they are relevant still he's got a green trombone now ooh uh, so, like, Xavier, they, they posted that thing where, like, WWE's coming to China, get ready, China, here we come, uh, and they didn't put the tag champions on the, on the banner, so Xavier Woods on Twitter, like, edited himself in, and I was just thinking just now, I'm like, are the New Day even the champions? Like, so, in, you know, in the defense of the WWE, they put on the banner, uh, who they could fit, and who the most relevant at the time were, we'll see where the New Day's, uh, sitting with those, those belts as of, uh, SummerSlam. I assume that's a SummerSlam match. How long is that show going to be? Ten hours long? Probably. Uh, all right. The, the one thing I did like about uh, SmackDown in this match was at least they got Ty Dillinger in for the kind of hometown vibe, could being from Niagara Falls. Sure. To lose. Yeah, but yeah. At, at least he, at least he was there. I mean, it. They were. It was the they, closest they, to his to his uh, home, so he he got to lose. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, considering Niagara Falls isn't that far from Toronto. No, not at all. Uh, Alright, next up we have Renee uh, interviewing Randy Orton backstage. So Renee does both shows. Yep, she is no longer an exclusive to anywhere. She is, we'll call it a freelancer with WWE. She's like John Cena. She goes where she's needed. Uh, So Orton gets booed. Uh, He's asked about Rusev. Uh, Randy cuts a very short promo. Nothing really of note. Tyler Breeze is backstage. Fandango appears with a tie tied around his forehead. Oh my god. He claims to have been abducted by aliens. Uh, says the word anal probe with very little context other than the fact that he just said abducted by aliens. Uh, and he says and claims to that to now be able to tell the future, be clairvoyant. Uh, predicts a cameo by Arn Anderson who admits to destroying Tully the horse. And that was the end of that segment. I really liked it. I really, really liked it. it Everything was... with, uh, with with Tyler and Fandango seems like for for two guys to go from absolutely like the the fashion police to to become this weird X Files gimmick that they have going on, it it shouldn't work, um, but it, it seems very much uh, shooting above the heads of the younger fans, and it's kind of going for you know what we're gonna do deep references. You either get it or you don't, and and the older fans are will, will appreciate what we're doing here, well, and and for the most part they're right. So and I really think they have some control of what's going on. Yeah, definitely. Because I don't think this is generally programming. It's it's not inappropriate programming, but it's not programming that they would generally want to produce. Yeah. But it is striking a chord with the fans. And you know what? It's it's nice to see that actually happening to the two of them because they have been 
Fandango, I can't speak to you. Well, Fandango's Tyler, just... Tyler like, Breeze yeah. has worked so hard. Anytime Fandango's on TV now, it's like, oh man, fucking bonus round for that guy. Because he's, <laughs> you know, he's had his moment. And like, he's... he's not, I don't think he's he's too terribly old, but good, but good for him. And then, yeah, Tyler Breeze has had a, a rough go at it since he, he kind of came up. So, uh, good good for them, man. No, uh, no issues there. Next up, Charlotte and Lana. Charlotte dominates Lana for the first part of the match until Lana pulls down Charlotte's shorts, uh, conveniently giving... Uh, so Charlotte is facing the camera yeah. angle as Lana is clearly like holding on between her legs behind her and like pulls her shorts down um, to, you know... The people in the crowd uh, that we are facing uh, get, get quite the show, evidently. Um, thank you, Lana Chance, from the crowd, which is pretty funny. Uh, Flair forces Lana to tap with a figure four leg lock, and the match is over. Charlotte was tweeting people, uh, saying that, uh, or people, she was responding. This is why you go live. <laughs> and she was, uh, she was just kind of playing it up, like, I, I believe she said things like, uh, like, like, hope you enjoyed it, blah, 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 blah. Like, just, she's, she's, pl- she's playing it up, because what else are you going to do, right? Yeah. She's being <laughs> cheeky. And oh. <laughs> terrible puns. Also... I uh, watched a video of Lana working out. I, I don't know what town she was in, but there was some uh, either CrossFit or uh, mixed martial arts uh, person that she was with. Mixed martial arts person she was meeting up with. Uh, yeah, the idea that she can't fight after watching the video, I'm going to kind of think the opposite now. That she can fight? That she, she actually can fight. That she's playing it up that she can't? Yeah, because I'm watching some of the uh, high kicks she's doing. Yeah, and some of the moves, and I'm kind of starting to think now that she's just playing it up for she's... our benefit because huh. she seems like she can actually fight. That would work with the the idea that Charlotte's like dominating her in the ring. Like, like let's be completely honest here. I think that was what Ava Marie was always supposed to be. Well, Lana was Lana... go from like a joke to like a serious wrestler, and like Lana might be fulfilling that gimmick. Well, that's that's the funny thing now because now they've given it to Lana, and now it's kind of like. Eva Marie is, go- like, is now officially gone. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> but now she's she's looking back in and seeing where Lana is, and Lana is kind of getting the spotlight a little bit more. Yep. Uh, word is, now Eva Marie, a day later, was like, well, don't cut me out yet. Oh, God. Because, yeah, she's saying never, I'll read everything may not be over just yet. Because I think now she's like, she's starting to see that the grass isn't greener on the other side. Well, she was done with wrestling, I was to understand. She, well, she said she was done, but now maybe <laughs> maybe she thinks that Hollywood isn't all cracked up to be at this point already, because she is she is filming another movie, and I, she might not be she might not like the life that's going on. That and yeah. that. She, hey, as she long as you're filming movies, people, we get so. to keep your top on. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's honest work. I mean, if, uh, I, if, I, if I, I'll, I'll watch her in a movie, but as long as she doesn't talk. <laughs> Uh, Shane McMahon is out next He calls the participants in the SummerSlam match That he is a part of to the ring KO and AJ show up They all have mics KO apologizes to Shane References the Montreal screwjob You screwed Brett Chance KO says The difference is He deserved it Uh, KO throws to a clip of AJ and Shane Fighting in the parking garage from before Mania Where AJ throws Shane through the window KO is just trying to get some dissension in the ranks going here uh, Saying that Hey McMahon's like to... If, when they are involved in matches, like to uh, to to f with the uh, the wrestlers. Also, AJ, you and this guy have some uh, some history. So why do you think this guy, when given the chance, won't won't screw you over? Uh, AJ tells him to save his breath. Shane wouldn't dare mess with him. Uh, and then Shane kind of threatens, uh, sorry, AJ threatens Shane that if uh, he did try something, that he'd put him through another car window. I uh, I, I think they they really ran uh, this. This program for Mania, I think they they kind of like walked into it. They didn't really didn't plan this, <laughs> like referencing back to it or yeah, like like between Shane and AJ. I think this is kind of like, hey, we haven't done any storylines for Mania. Let's follow up with this one so we can reference it from four months ago. And it's it's the only one. It's yeah. the only one uh, out, of, out of two shows that's going back. I'm trying to think, like what else was there that. Bray and Randy went on for a bit because they had the House of Horrors thing. But oh, beyond that... Undertaker and Reigns. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. It's his yard. Uh, KO's like, oh, yeah? We'll check this shit out. And he throws to a clip of Survivor Series 1998 
where Shane refused to give Stone Cold a three count as he pinned Mankind with the ultimate disrespect, the double bird. Uh, KO plugs seeing more clips like these on the WWE Network. The cloud, the crowd applauds this plug because it was so masterful that at the end of all of this, he's just like, if you want to see other crazy crap this guy's done, WWE uh, Network, you know, $10 a month. Yeah, he, he the does... crowd just starts like, just like a golf clap. We're just like, well done. There well is, done. There is, there is a Shane McMahon collection. Yeah, just saying. Uh, AJ challenges KO on the spot for the championship with uh, no Shane involved. KO refuses, wants to win in a city that matters. <laughs> a brawl ensues. Um, KO's the best. He's n- well, like... No one can can work a crowd like that dude on any either roster right now. Hardest hardest working guy right now next to well to AJ of course. Yeah, AJ, AJ works no matter who he's with. Yep. So these these two guys AJ's both... just one of the best wrestlers oh, on yeah. the damn planet. Uh, AJ goes to Pele kick KO and instead gets Shane uh, Shane mouths to AJ that he's on borrowed time. We cut to Tamina confronting Lana backstage. At this point, my recording glitched and I did not get to see what happened between the two of them. My loss, I guess. Carmella versus Naomi's up next. Ellsworth returns and Carmella wins. Why not cash in there? Would you would so the implication is that then Carmella would have to defend the title against Natty. And and Here's, my and my thing is you're gonna have to defend the title at some point. Yeah. This would be the longest winning cashing in at SummerSlam would potentially be the longest time before you have to defend it again, but it's probably gonna have to be defended within the month, or there will be a rematch involved. Probably between at that point would be Naomi and Natty for number one contendership, right? I, I think they kind of blanked on that fact. I think what they what they should have done is had... I know this is going to sound kind of stupid, considering it's, it would have happened so soon, but Carmella should have cashed in. She should have won. And should have uh, unceremoniously lost it at SummerSlam. But then, like, then Carmella's done. Like, then, then the, the thing she has involved her... Involve Natty in a three-week, because she was the number one contender, but then Naomi wants her... Wants her rematch, so then they they put they book the three of them for SummerSlam, and then Carmella doesn't have to be out, but involve a third person. Yeah. Now the chase is 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 to is is up to three and not two, or I guess the chase is up to, from one to two. It just it does it doesn't make any sense as to why they're involving three people. You know what I mean? They're involving three people when the money in the bank is is involved. You always are, but yeah. I, but but I, I understand why they want to cash it in. But now it's it, it, it's a complete mind lapse for this to happen on on SmackDown. So can you hold? So as far as contendership is concerned, and you'll have to look back in the annals of WWE. Has anyone ever held the championship and the Money in the Bank at the same time? Wherein no, no, the the point of never money, done the that. point of Money in the Bank. I don't. I think there's maybe been one or two. Not maybe not even. Would, would they take the money in the bank away from you if you won the championship? I think like you already have it, or can you have it as insurance? Where it's just like if you beat me and take this, I I can get it back. I, I feel like that must have happened at some point. No, anyway, moving. I, w- I want to look that up now because I I think there might have only been one money in the bank winner in the past that has failed to cash like win on a cash in. Could be wrong. Could be all of them that have won, but it, it, it it's such a simple springboard. And the minute someone wins the money in the bank, you kind of know that they're gonna win the belt. It seems to be a foregone conclusion. But it's how in the circumstance and, and people and people want it. People want to see how they don't care. They don't care why. They don't care. Well, they kind of care where, but it's more so how it's gonna go down because you know it's gonna happen. You just don't know how it's gonna go happen. Gonna go down. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Sheamus could cash in and then Roman Reigns could beat the crap out of Triple H you never know uh, <laughs> Renee interviews Nakamura next only she doesn't it's uh, Natty confronting Lana and uh, Lana uh, confronting Carmella and Ellsworth backstage Ooh, little Freudian slip there Shinsuke Nakamura uh, talks about his career and SummerSlam with Renee uh, for a bit and then we cut to uh, Ginger versus Orton Ginger? Ginger I, I wrote it as Ginger on purpose oh. <laughs> uh, which is what Ava Marie referred to him when she was a ring announcer. Oh, yeah. Uh, a quick plug for Raw, which is why I brought up the... Do they still do SmackDown vs. Raw crap? Because they just straight up plug the other show on, on the show now. Uh, no Singh Brothers. They are recovering from injury. Gender. Chance. Uh, they fight for what seems like forever. Uh, nothing really of note. Uh, Orton delivers a draping DDT to Mahal. Orton is booed. RKO and pin. 
clean. How, how weird is this match? It's, it's. I mean, I mean, they, we, like, we, like we, all, we've, we've like seen, all said and done. But we've, <laughs> we, but, but we've seen months. What I, what I mean is, we've seen months of this matchup. Yeah. And the last, and, and the last match was supposed to be the la- of battleground. Yeah. And Orton was wins. supposed to be the last one. And now Orton has a match that is meaningless, and he wins it. O- Orton is wholly meaningless at this point. Accurate. You, you you can't see Orton taking taking the championship back from Jinder. Orton is a is a holding pattern for whatever is going to transpire at, at SummerSlam, and it's very strange. But of course, they're in Canada, so the Canadian has to lose. That's how this works. Oh man, this was the Undertaker. Yeah, the the giant thing. Brock Lesnar stuff before yeah. SummerSlam. Yeah. Uh, let's let's count all the wrestlers that are no longer with the company. One, two, three. <laughs> One, two. How many wrestlers can I count? Uh, uh, uh. uh yeah, so in the closing seconds, Rusev appears at the top of the ramp and super clips Orton as it fades to black. I had the the version of the recording that has the super kick in it. Well, my, 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 mine did too, but here I'll, I'll show you. I'll show you a screenshot like here. Yeah, that's where it ended. That's, like, yeah, I, that's I, that's I, mine. I'm, too. I'm, I'm yeah. serious. It was the kick, the fall, and the. I don't know if you, like if you were listening to it, like you could hear. Uh, I can't remember the guy's name. The guy who took over from for Morrow, kind of like traded. Oh, Todd Phillips. Yeah, Phillips. Yeah. It, he's like half sentence, like, and then it just cuts. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> His fades out. <laughs> like he was kind of yeah. like a what just like he sometimes like what just happened. It's like what just and then it cuts out. Yeah. So but that's that's classic. That's old school. Raw used to do that all the time because they would be kicking past the ten or eleven o'clock hour or wherever you are. Yeah. Got to wrap final it up. Hour and they got to wrap it up and they cut it off like that. But that, that that's the best. That's what I kind of like because it, it, it's a really cliffhangery way to leave it because you're you're not just like portraying it to the point of like, all right, now we, we, we left it clean, Russo's got his arms up, and then we're going to cut it. It's super kick. Bang. Yeah, but okay, so what does this mean? Does this mean that Rusev and Orton are going to yeah. be set up for yeah. SummerSlam? Yeah. But like, is Why? that a pre-show match? Like, no, I it, love it, Rusev. It'll, it'll happen. But... It'll probably happen, I'm betting, on match two of the card. <sighs> it's not going to be pre-show. Pre-show is going to be cruiserweight, guaranteed. Cruiserweight, another match. Uh, Cruiser will be will be before the, the start of the actual show. There'll be another match beforehand that'll be completely and utterly meaningless. I'm betting it's a women's <laughs> match. No offense to the to the women. And then uh, you're going to see. Oh, you may even see them, uh, one of the championship women's championship matches beforehand, which means this will get pushed to the forefront. Might even be the first match of the two. Then hmm. you're going to have uh, them uh, kick it off. Well, if, if if this doesn't make pre-show, it'll be the second match. It'll be the cooldown match. You're going to open hot. This is going to be the cooldown match. And then you're going to go back up again. Uh, so I have, like, the current card as it stands, uh, which, of course, includes the Universal Championship match. Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, Samoa Joe, Strowman in a uh, Fatal 4-Way. We have uh, Jinder and uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, sure. United States Championship will be AJ Styles versus uh, Kevin Owens with Shane McMahon as a guest referee. Finn Balor and Bray Wyatt are going to fight on this thing. Raw Women's Champion Alexa Bliss versus Sasha, Sasha Banks or Nia Jax. Uh, SmackDown Women's Championship, which will be Naomi versus Natalia, as mentioned. Uh, SmackDown Tag Championship New Day and Usos. Uh, John Cena versus Baron Corbin. Randy Orton versus Rusev is actually on this list already, even though I'm. Was it confirmed? Did, is the kick the ceiling of the deal? You kicked him at the top of the ramp at the end of the show. That's a summer match. Honest, honestly, I think so because they they had they had their little uh, what a week before they had their little uh, rivalry going. Yeah. And then this week it's just Rusev trying to stick it to him, which I kind of like. You know, honestly, I would be putting Rusev over Orton at this point. Not I'm not trying to bury Orton, but it's a fact of it'll establish Rusev. The Speaking of the devil, Cena. yeah, we're, we're watching an old Raw in the background. It's it's worth noting, and uh, Cena just got his nose broke. There you go. Right oh, right was, there is where was, his nose was broke. Was so gross. Man, did he get up high with that knee, though. Like, if this was like a bar fight, he'd be on World Star for sure. Uh, sorry to interrupt you, Andrew. Oh, that nose. Um, oh, yeah. I'm not trying to bury Orton, but it's a fact of, at this point and his age, Orton's not done, but you want to start trying to start putting people over, and Rusev is liked by, by some... By well, possibly some could any, argue, but, like with Cena, they've they've burned that Orton rub. Like Orton lost to Jinder how many times? Like one win at the end with a match is just so confusing. Like if the guy, if if Jinder is 
is the guy you're going with. Just have him beat Orton over and over and over again. The 50-50 booking makes no sense, especially if immediately the guy is going on to another program. Whatever, man. Uh, Big Show versus Big Cass. Enzo Mori will be suspended above the ring in a shark cage. Apparently that's this is real, and that might be a kickoff show match. Uh, speculated matches that uh, have not actually been confirmed yet but are likely to happen uh, would be Sheamus and Cesaro versus Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins for the championship. Intercontinental Championship, The Miz versus jo- Jason Jordan is rumored. Uh, and then, of course, Hardy Boys, Carl Anderson, and Gallows, and uh, Revival. But I believe Revival is has uh, injury issues, so that might be uh, canceled as well. But do we do really need to see Hardy Boys versus Gallows and Anderson? No. You know what? I, I would expect it to be canceled because his injury is not a light one. <laughs> well, yeah, either cancel that match wholesale or just those two guys go on and it's the first match of the night in the pre-show. Uh, big name superstars without a clear storyline for SummerSlam. Uh, Dolph Ziggler is missing. We found Fandango. Oh, we should probably find uh, Dolph Ziggler. Rumor of, I was going to say, I was going to do some notes at the end, but now that we brought it up, uh, rumor is that uh, Ziggler is getting repackaged. As what? It's a theory. As a janitor. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, Charlotte and Becky also don't have any programs. And they also mentioned Dol- uh, Chris Jericho here, but we were to understand that was like a one night one night thing. I, it was it was kind of something to use. The, guy, the guy's always in shape. He's always ready to go. Yep. He's a workhorse. So uh, so that was the shows this week. We do, of course, have the go-home shows this week, uh, heading right into SummerSlam, where things can still change. Uh, and the rest of the matches will be confirmed. Uh, real quick, before we, uh, we call our quits for the day, I did want to talk about the WWE 2K18 video game. Uh, let's talk about it. Seth Rollins is the cover star. Sure. Uh, Kurt Angle will be the uh, the special bonus DLC character. Did you see the second trailer for that? No. There's the first trailer where <laughs> Seth Rollins goes in there and then burns the place down with all the artifacts in it. Okay. Like the WWE, like, you know, photos. Okay, maybe I only saw the second one then. And the second one was Kurt Angle in grabbing his yeah, medals. Yeah, that's the one I did see. So yeah. good. Yeah. Those, so good. So, like, the underlying thing that I always... I always there used to be WWE comic books that were, like, basically sanctioned fan fictions where wrestlers would like fight for real and die uh you can go find some of those they're pretty great there's like world ending apocalypse events and like wrestlers are fighting each other at like the end of time uh i can't remember which one i'm referring to specifically uh but uh when you you see these wrestling commercials either like last year when they were all in that like weird city all fighting each other or you see like what the best wrestling movie yet to be made is the one that is like really really thin with kayfabe and you just make a dramatized wrestling movie where the wrestlers play their wrestling characters and there's some kind of there's some kind of controversy or event or uh, uh remember that movie this is the end that had all those like comedic actors and like dealing with the, the is it this is the end yeah seth rogan and all those guys yeah. and it was like the apocalypse and they're all stuck in the house i sure you do that with an arena and wrestlers that movie's so and good. you tell me it's not amazing wrestlers fighting demons and shit they gotta call the undertaker they got his urn uh anyway you can make something really dumb and amazing uh but th- they will never do that because wrestling's real all right <laughs> so, <laughs> uh so the screenshots of this game look fantastic there's actually a new graphical upgrade uh so triple h's hair might look better than ever uh which was for the longest time Every year the wrestling game would come out on, like, PS2. You'd be like, what does Trip Sarah look like? Uh, so, uh, of course, there Seth Rollins has been sharing some screenshots of himself uh, from the game. What does the game have that's new? Well, I'm glad you asked, Andrew. Let's let's talk about it. Uh, apparently, the creation suite has been uh, has been blown up a bit. We, we get more, more creative arena, more creative video options. Uh, My player experience introduces uh, fighting styles and a brand new upgrade to the progression system. Uh, they apparently have... Uh, the, given the career mode a shot in the arm, which was kind of lackluster. You kind of just go through the motions. It doesn't feel personalized to you. Uh, and there's lots of glitchy stuff in it uh, that makes it not work great. Uh, Road to Glory mode allows you to use your My Player characters online against other My Player characters and actually kind of just have a career mode with other people's career mode characters, which is kind of neat. Uh, new graphics engine, as I mentioned. New commentary team. Who's the team? Uh, Cole, Saxton, Graves. Uh... Yay. No JBL. <laughs> no JBL. Uh, core gameplay additions and improvements. A host of additional improvements will make WWE 2K18 the most comprehensive and realistic WWE game to date, says this. Uh, yeah, so you get the uh, WWE Hall of Famer Kurt Angle as uh, your pre-order, whatever. And then there's going to be a season pass, of course, probably for additional wrestlers and uh, legacy wrestlers. Uh, and, of course, 
uh, most importantly, uh, you get everybody they've they've kind of thrown into the mix in the previous year. So Shinsuke Nakamura will be playable. Finn Balor will be in there. Uh, he, he already has been for a couple of years. Uh, more NXT superstars and, uh, you know, Bo- Bobby Roode will be in there. I don't think he was in last year. Oh, man. Yeah. that I need to get it just for that. Because we haven't really talked about that, and I'm a yeah. huge Bobby Roode versus Bobby Ric Rude. Flair, finally, uh, in video game form. Uh, so, in addition to uh, to all that, this video game will have the Seen Enough edition. <laughs> nice pause. <laughs> Just let that sink in. You get a copy of the game, believe it or not. Uh, season pass, you get a WWE Legends Batista and Rob Van Dam. Man, I love Rob Van Dam. I wish he comes back. Alternate versions of John Cena and Kurt Angle, a John Cena figure, a piece of the WrestleMania 27 ring mat, and a signed print. I don't know. Not, not really. It's really expensive. Not, not, not really my cup of tea. I mean, there was the Hogan one. That was I thought they were only making 3,000 units. They're making 30,000 units yeah, of this. Because people will buy it because it's John Cena. It's a single thread. They're screaming kids for a piece of ring mat that's signed by John Cena. The ring mat isn't signed by John Cena. Uh, there's a oh, print just, signed I'm, I'm by being, John Cena. Yeah. I believe it's a print of him and AJ. I could be wrong. Uh, anyway, that's uh, that's what you're looking at for the video game this year. Last year's video game uh, was not as good as the previous year's video game. Uh, <laughs> the you know the uh, the guys who work on these games they they they're trying to get that like rock paper scissors wrestling thing to work. Uh, and you know wrestling games it's it's hard on a controller or anything like you see all these like Steam games coming out now. Uh, there's the new Fire Pro that's out. There's that crazy 3D wrestling that thing that's Fire out. Fire Pro looks incredible. It's but it's like super technical and like the way the the combat works is like you have to be very, you know, doing countering moves successfully is like such a small window that there is a learning curve in that game that these these WWE games don't have. Uh, but I find uh, with the WWE games, I played a lot of 2K17 and got really 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 good at it. Uh, so now, like, submissions and stuff in that game that I used to, like, avoid characters that used because I just didn't like the systems uh, they're in. Uh, I can now, like, kick someone in the nuts and submit them at the start of the match, no matter the difficulty. And uh, that makes that makes the game trivial. It also makes me not really fun to fight against. <laughs> so, uh... Well, no, that, that, half the fun in the old SmackDown vs. Raws before it became what it is, it... It, it, it was fun, it was difficult, there was a challenge to it, and it wasn't, like, outrageously goofy like it is now. And that's what's kind of turned me off in the last number of years, is the fact that they've gone so far off the deep end. When it comes to, yes, I understand I'm talking about realism in wrestling. Yeah. But you're, you're trying to keep the realism to what you what you could visibly see on TV. Now it's gotten so goofy where it's just so over the top that I don't even want to bother with it. It's... Like what do you what do you ultimately want out of a wrestling game? Like the idea now that they're I want I want to feel that I can recreate anything that is that is possible on the TV in, show in wrestling. I don't yeah. want I don't want to create Homer Simpson and fight in a Royal Rumble. I mean against a whole bunch hey, of the entire cast of the Simpsons. Don't knock it until you try it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's exactly it. So the, there's a focus. What they're trying to do is incorporate promos and stuff like that into the career mode where you actually get to do the whole wealth. The whole breath, rather, of uh, of what what a wrestler would do in their career, uh, but ultimately, when you're in the ring and you're playing as a, uh, an established wrestler, you want it to fe- feel somewhat organic to do all the things that that wrestler does. Uh, the thing with wrestling games that is always interesting is that if you're familiar with wrestling and you're familiar with the character, when it comes to signatures and finishers, you instinctively know how your opponent has to be to do those moves, you're like, oh, my guy goes off the top rope. Like, I just know that this character I'm playing as, his finisher, I need to activate it by going on the top rope, or the guy needs to be laying down, I need to be at his feet, or it's a submission, and I need to X, Y, Z. And that was always kind of like a weird Mortal Kombat kind of mechanic in wrestling games, knowing that, well, Stone Cold needs to be standing in front of a dazed person to, to stunner them, not on the ground, not on the rope. Uh, and and that's all there, but the, uh, the things that always, you know, that I lost in translation is, how do I grab a dazed wrestler and, and pop him in the corner. How do I, et cetera, et cetera, target a body part. How do I, uh, that stuff's always kind of not tutorialized, I think to a certain point. Uh, and, and it becomes just, yeah, a slug, a slug fest. You have a square button, which is your strikes. You have a grapple button. You have an Irish whip button. You have a, that's, that, that's very similar to the way it used to be in, uh, yep. in, in older times. What really, I, I didn't understand what they strayed away from was, this counter system that they're using now is a little 
you, you could spam it so incredibly easily, whereas in the past, it was it was kind of like, a, yeah, you can hit it, yeah. but it's still a random chance. That, well, not a random chance. It's it's based on your stats, but there's a chance of it happening or not happening. Based on that, you can't just... So you do have like a, a counter stamina bar, bar that differs from wrestler to wrestler. Uh, some wrestlers can, can counter more, some counter less. Uh, but if you're spamming it on like light attacks and your opponent sees that you've kind of spent yourself on those counters, well, that's when they can bust out a signature and you can't do anything about it. Uh, so there, there is a bit of strategy uh, in regards to that. Um, anyway, that's enough talk about that that video game. That's far more than it deserves. Uh, <laughs> well, but the game does look like it, it does have a graphical uh, enhancement over the previous year. The last game was a little more structurally sound uh, at the expense of some of the wackier stuff that previous versions of this wrestling game has had. And that's kind of always the fine line they're walking. is like you said, it, these games and, and you know people jumping online and, and making their own, uh, own, own content is also a giant part of this game. The stuff, the amount of stuff that people uh, upload and how many hours it takes to edit these wrestlers. Like it, it's not just, I made Scorpion for Mortal Kombat, but I also made him an entrance and a move list and a, it's, it's nuts. The amount of time some people put into this kind of stuff. So uh, it's very neat. People will make versions of wrestlers that are already in the game. They will recreate a wrestler that already Sometimes, exists. Well, with the ability to import uh, utilities and stuff like yeah. that, like an actual, like, you can make them look better than, than the actual creators have. And that, that's been a case in the past. Yeah. We're going back to the PS2 games. We've found ways to make wrestlers look better. And it's easier because the, the entrance is already there. All we have to do is change their appearance. So, Absolutely. Which, which, is, which is something that you, you could even do in the, the old WrestleMania 2000 game. You could edit superstars to update them, though what you could choose for, like, you know, for hair and stuff like that was very selective. A little limited. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that's, uh, I, I like the, 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 this match that's happening on TV right now. We have Luke Harper and Roman Reigns fighting, and Bray White's just sitting on an office chair, kind of to the side of the ring, watching what's happening. Anyways, that's wrestling. Uh, so we're going to watch some SummerSlam. Uh, and then uh, hopefully uh, get together after that, Andrew, and then talk about the state of the place uh, being wrestling, and then uh, and then kind of you know wait for the next next thing to come along where where it's worth talking about. Um, I, and, I, and I and I hope the the next thing that's worth talking about happens after this weekend. Yeah, really. I, uh, I, I have I, I I'm, I'm really hoping because it's time I for mean, a shakeup. We're in the latter half of the year, right? As, so. as a fan, I'm just the road waiting. to WrestleMania uh, begins now. I'm waiting for them to flip the switch on. Uh, Someone. On, on someone or something. Yeah. Yep. All right, man. That's Salt and Slam. As always, you can interact with the show at TermizTac on Twitter, Facebook.com slash TermizTac on Facebook, believe it or not. Uh, Lee at TitsTheIceberg.com or uh, at TermizTac.com is how you can reach me. Uh, please comment anywhere. We'll, uh, we'll get to it. Topics, questions, or general wrestling inquiries, uh, please let us know. But that is the Salt and the Slam. We'll talk to you after summer. Slam! And welcome to the town! Come on and slam! Your-